0: Hello, welcome to the Fourth Universalist Society Pop Culture and Theology Series. I'm Colin Wolfe, Assistant Director of Religious Education. And this will be the fourth in this series. We have covered things like The Legend of Zelda video game series and fantasy book series, such as Tolkien's Lord of the Rings and Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials. And today we have our excellent director of music, Sean Mays, to talk about a broad and exciting category, music and theology. So, Sean, welcome, and thank you so much. Uh, I, I leave it to you to kick things off for us. Thanks, Colin,
1: um, and thank you, everyone, for being here, and and thank you, Ember, even though <laughs> I know you'll be joining. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's great to, to chat and, and uh, to discuss this topic, and, and when Ember and I initially discussed around bringing this forth is something to, to, to chat about. I was excited because, you know, um, I feel like one of the biggest things that I always get asked here is, is director of music for you is, is, you know, how, how do you come across and come about making the decisions um, that you make in terms of how music gets chosen? Right. And how music intersects with, with, with our, you know our our congregational life, right? What we what we enjoy coming in to listen to, um, and how that, in the broadest sense, um, you know keeps us keeps us connected to to faith, right? And um, you know, we'll again we'll go into, into detail of, of some of this stuff, and and I think some of my thoughts around the nature of of music being, of course, linked to worship, and and you know, with with a title such as this, you know, music and theology i mean of course there's there's many many ways that you could access it but but i think for the purposes of our conversation today and hopefully our discussion with with everybody you know for 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 those of us who who have thoughts and and i hope can can um add to the the discussion you know really think about what is this idea of of theology right what is theology and 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 you know in essence boiling that down to anything any sort of nature of the divine Right, and then when we when we bring that sort of big word into it, what is the divine, and what is the divine, particularly in the context of, you know, what we do at Fourth U, and, and as I say, as we'll we'll get to this in discussion, how what we do at Fourth U is is not, of course, the same as what gets done in a lot of other UU circles as well, and 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 you know, I take a very particular particular approach to that. Um, which you know again will come out in some of our discussion today. Um, so I'm hoping again, you know, it, it's it's not necessarily going to be as um, specifically a discussion of of sort of you know century by century in terms of how how music has played into worship. Although of course I'll 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 allude to that. Um, but but I do want to use some specific examples, and and I'll. Um, you know, what I do on a regular basis is, of course, I keep a running track record in terms of the music that we use. Um, so I hope to actually even call in some of those services and speak to some very general themes that we explore in our services, um, talk about some of the music that we've used, and um, and sort of break it down and, and sort of look at that that as an approach to um, the diversity of music and how we, you know, how we access music as faith and as theology as
0: well. Um, so that's my hope. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much, Sean. I think we're all very excited. Do you want to and begin with uh, narrowing our focus uh, specifically to how theology and music intersect at 4th U? What makes that uh, a distinct experience, a distinct venue for that category?
1: Yeah. Um, so, well, so I guess at a broader sense, it's, you know, it's it's sort of filtering, filtering it all down, right? So, you know, I... Um, I think one of the interesting things at Fourth U, which has always been so unique, for me um, as as a director of music and as somebody who's responsible for the program, the programming of music in a religious context, specifically, um, you know, and 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 speaking just to bring this into to to light for everybody, because I'm not sure if everybody is even familiar with this, you know, I've I've played in a number of different denominations, most of those being Christian previous um, to, to my time at fourth U and you know a, again all, all of those in different ways and and even across it, like some different interfaith faith stuff that I've done in, in, in my time as, a, as a, a director of music for for different congregations and different faiths you know it's it's interesting to see how music um, plays into truly the identity of of what a congregation is, right? You know, and so, you know, there, there's and and further to that, how that identity sort of distills itself and distinguishes itself from the identity of possibly the larger um, denomination as a whole, um, and so that's been no different. You know, that's been no different at Fourth U for sure. Um, I, as a music director, have always been interested, and in particularly, particularly, I think in the context of religious, um, you know, in terms of, of, of church and, and coming to, to, to a a building together as a congregation, I've always been interested the most in, um, being able to have a palette that's, that's wide, right. Being able to access, um, an entire range of music that, that is, um, sensitive to obviously, um, being, you know, being sensitive in terms of who who we are drawing our sources from, who we who we are borrowing from, but um, being being eye opening, right, and being being as much as possible, as wide as possible, a um, you know a celebration of the human experience, mm-hmm. right, and and I think that ultimately um, we come to church and we come to worship no matter who we are right no matter what faith we come from i think that we come to that with a true desire um to find out just that right to to dis- distill the human experience um and so of course music is and has always been a part of our you know of our human experience and so you know if if you t- if we take ourselves sort of back in time a bit and we think about that at a larger level you know it's fascinating even to to realize, you know, for as long as humankind um, has worked through um, determined stories of our existence, of how we've come to be, um, of why we're here, what we should be doing while we're here. As long as we've been doing that, there's also sort of been this simultaneous run of um, of music and our ability as beings and as creatures on this earth to be able to create music and to be able to use sound and to use um you know truly again it's 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 beautiful because it's even scientific right when you really boil down to it right we've um we we identify with sound as, as 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 humans and as beings for so many so many reasons right and and even on the very scientific level right it's like why do we why do we find music comforting or why can we find music jarring right why do certain sounds um on literally a specific um frequency if we're talking about you know the, the scientific specifics of it you know why can you hold a baby and sing a song and comfort a, a child um uh, why is it why is a voice why is a mother's voice Connected to a child, so comforting, right? And so, when as 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 humans, as we figured out how to kind of flesh this out and transfer it, not just from the voice as well, which I think personally um, is is one of the the more um, one of the most um, raw and beautiful forms of human expression in terms of the the singing voice, but but I think as we've um, obviously you know developed and and evolved as as um, as human beings you know, so as our ability to create musical instruments that also, um, have expanded our ability to communicate, to connect, um, to feel right. And so when you sort of look at how those paths have, have gone together, of course, it makes sense that naturally, um, music, and I mean music on, on, you know, instrumental and a vocal level has, has found its way into, into worship, into, um, you know, um, Literally into ritual, right? When we, if we think about it at a, at a broader sense and at a historical sense, um, and so it's it's fascinating and it's fascinating also to see, like you know, as we move through history, that comes in and out, right? So you have times of, of human history where, you know, um, as as institute well, as the church and as churches and faiths um, institutionalize worship, you have these moments where. Um, you know, people would say, "Well, you know, is it the human? Is is the is the human voice appropriate for worship? Um, are certain instruments appropriate for worship? Right? We see that indicated um, di- very differently across um, different faith texts as well, right? Some which embrace it more wholeheartedly, some some which which don't, right? But." Um, but I think, again, it, it kind of goes to this, like, this massive um, idea of music and worship has always been interlinked, right? And you can't, and so, and sound, right? And and so, for me, um, for us in a very, very contemporary setting and a very particular context um, where we're at, you know, as, as a, a progressive community um, in one of the most progressive cities in the world, um, you know, I look at it as, as best as possible as my responsibility and my obligation to ensure that our, our music is reflective of that. Um, and so, you know, that, that includes not only just finding a, a contemporary approach to things, but also um, utilizing uh, historically what we can, not only of our faith, but again, of, of a, a sonic human experience. Um, to to draw those sorts of um those sorts of things in and 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 explore you know again as I mentioned at the beginning really explore this this link to um finding what our theology is particularly again as we'll talk about soon as, as you use and then um furthermore specifically in our congregation um, and truly a link to the divine right and what that means right that that everybody who walks into our building which is very different from you know many other congregations and you know even past congregations I've been in right you walk in you 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 have a link to the divine everybody everybody generally knows in other places what that link is right if it's a, if you're in a christian church you're speaking of the divine you're speaking of this this specific connection to to christ to spirit right as you understand it as the christian faith puts forward right Um, at fourth you, that's not the case. Right. And so you have literally everybody from, from people who, who do believe in, you know, in, in some sort of higher essence spirit, you know, God, however you want to term that to people who, who literally don't right at the most humanist form. And so then there's that right musically. How do you access, um, of those different angles and i think the interesting thing with music is that there are many ways musically that you can um music can be that sort of equal ground um in ways where sometimes even text fails us right sometimes text has to be specific in a certain way and um you know i'll talk about this later on but one of one of the, the most interesting things is choosing music and 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 people probably don't maybe don't think or realize how much time it takes and how much time on a weekly basis I, 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 I put in literally hours I put in into, into thinking about what we're going to use. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. And I hope that's, that's a question that comes up again because it's, it's, it's one of the, the biggest, biggest parts of the job. Um, so yeah, that's as the sort of the broadest, um, thought on it i think too right just how do we connect all of that together in terms of a higher understanding of ourselves and why we're actually coming to fourth you in the first place which i think is what we're here to find
0: yeah thank you so much and for that uh, anthropological and historical perspective as well and that fascinating idea that this thing that we think of as sort of the ultimate subjective medium can have very objective mathematical facts uh, identified in it yeah um and so there's this uh just kind of uh, bringing together some of the things you said. There's the question of music as a connection to the divine um, with respect to its immediate sphere of reference, like the language of the divine, when the text actually introduces terms like God and spirituality. And then there's a more uh, kind of nebulous use of music connecting to the divine as kind of divine in and of itself or a bridge to the divine, the, the, the vehicle for it. Uh, do you have a personal take on that and and what how that informs your selective process in this sort of uh sometimes hazy ecumenical space that is a unitarian universalist congregation
1: yeah absolutely i mean i think i think you kind of just you nailed it with with the last you know the last part of that sentence right is that you know a, a part of it is 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 in realizing that you know we as a i think a faith that again really encourages um utilizing Utilizing, uh, uh, you know, I, the the um the the tools of our faith in order to have um you know to sort of feed intellectual discovery and intellectual um, exploration, right? Um, I I th- I think that's I think that's a an interesting thing, right? Like, and and I think it's a facet. It took me a long time to to um sort of grapple with this notion of like you know as you use we we really we really intellectualize our way through a lot of things when it comes to faith right and I and I think and, and like you know I, 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 of course as we know at a different level I think then um than, than arguably you know some some other um, faiths do approach um that's not saying that others don't of course but but you know we we, we do pride ourselves I think in terms of um engaging in, in that sort of discourse and that sort of you know, So I think part of what my job is, in a sense, is is you know I'd like to think about it is is really as providing um, and this is why I like to try and give context in terms of all the music that I play right because there's so much that we can um, we can extract. Right from the, from the music that that, that gets brought in and, and not only just like the literal sonic experience of sitting, listening to you know X, y, Z sonata in such and such key, which on again, like a strictly scientific level, that might, um, you know that that might be like a key that speaks to us in a certain regard or you know, has again certain sonic qualities to it that move us in one way or another. But also just like, you know, the context around why that song exists and why we're listening to it in this particular context. Right. Um, is it congruent with what we're talking about? Is it not? And if it isn't, why are we do it? Why are we exploring it in this context? Right. And so all and like who 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 writes it? Right. What what, what is their path? Who did they come? you know, where did they come from? Um, you know, what was their journey in order to get to writing that piece of music? And what and how does that journey back to, to us? So, you know, all that to say, I think that everybody is going to have a different access in terms of like, what that ultimate goal of finding, you know, musical spiritual enlightenment, enlightenment is, right, you know, and it, it's, it's somebody said once to be Something which I find really interesting, and I try and take this with me in all of my work as, as a, you know, as a, you know, literally as a director of, of music, but a director of faith in, in that regard, in using music and faith um, and in worship. And somebody said to me once, you know, we all have songs that we love and we all have, have songs that we hate. Right. It, when we when we are sitting in a church context and. People, we're always quick to, to be like, I love this, I love this song. And then when we really don't like something, we're quick to be like, ah, I, I really don't. Yeah, or to turn ourselves off to it. But what I think we have to remember as a community, um, supporting one another in a journey that we are using musical music and musical examples to enlighten ourselves along, is that something that we really hate is going to be something that literally could be the difference of an, another spiritual step or, or spiritual moment for somebody else listening to the exact same thing right and that's a powerful thing when you consider that right um and so again it's this idea for me is like you know i i'm never gonna play or offer or bring in you know music musicians pieces um, styles, genres that are going to hit every single check mark for every single person in every service. And that's not the point, right? And that's and that's where, again, tying this back to sort of our um, approach and our, our belief as you use, right? We, we can exist in a space together. And, you know, I, I think what we have to be able to do is we have to be able to exist in a space together, but we have to be able to also be like, right? If this is a moment for somebody, you know, realizing that a moment that's not for you is not just a moment that's not for, that's only not for you. It's a moment for somebody else. Right. And so I think musically, that's that's the case. Absolutely. Right. Um, obviously, we want to try and make stuff as aesthetically pleasing all the time as we can. Um, and hopefully most of the time it is. Um, but I, but that's uh, I think it's an interesting thing, at least on that approach for for me in thinking about how we how we we use music for sure.
2: So Sean, I obviously had a podcast recording with you where we talked a little bit about your selection of music and as somebody who also has to prepare things for Sunday, I I also know how much work can go in behind <laughs> the scenes. So I'd be curious could you could you walk us through a little bit of like the selection process of how do you select music for like a, a Sunday? Yeah. um,
1: Thanks for asking, Amber. I mean, yeah, so it's, it's, you know, and one of the interesting things I think, especially here at 4th U is, is considering how we really gear our service, our services very thematically. Right. And so what I would encourage all of us, you know, as 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 community members to consider and to think about, you know, is is and not just from me, from all of our all of our leaders, right? Is the degree to which the amount of energy it takes to make one service actually make sense from beginning to end and all be connected together, right? And you know, it's as simple in certain moments of, um, like, I'll give you a perfect example, you know, and of course we we uh, thematically. Um, we arrive at the themes for services in a v- variety of different ways. Of course, a great deal that leadership comes from Reverend Schuyler, but, but we, um, you know, as an entire staff community, we discuss um, potential ideas, possibilities, right, um, around themes, around events. Uh, obviously, we, we try to keep things relative. We try and keep things current, right? So we, we never... Um, which is very unlike what I was used to, you know, like in, in, in the Christian tradition, you, you, um, you can know a full year in advance what you're going to be playing in June because it's all based on the scriptures and there, you know, there's a lectionary and you, you follow that that course, right? Um, here, we you know, um, we could be in elections in two weeks and have a completely different result and have to use a service um to to anchor ourselves and motivate ourselves in a completely different direction that we didn't think we would be in two weeks prior so it means it's very very present and it means that usually to be very honest i'm not able to actually look at the music and really 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 focus in until roughly about the week before usually the week before maybe maybe a couple if it's a month in advance that's 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 really really good um you know it's, that's good timing on our behalf um when it gets to that point of trying to think through okay like what are we actually going to do here you know when obviously the the easy way in is considering textually what we can offer right but but the limitations in that obviously are that not all music includes text right and so you know sometimes it's a question of having to consider how do we you know how do we utilize, and I think uh, one instance I'll, I'll bring back into memory for, for us that I really struggled with admittedly was um, our service around cancel culture um, a little while ago. And I mean, without exaggeration, I have to say, I pro- you know it was probably like the entire, the estimate of like the entire number of hours that i have for the week that i spent on searching for music for that because it you know your first go-to and the easy way into it is to think about right okay what songs are there out there that specifically speak to cancel culture right like that like have cancel culture in the lyrics that talk about you know and of course there there is stuff that is like that but you know when when i actually like was diving into it I was like well this is actually kind of hard right it's really tough and there's 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 not as much as we would think and then again this points back to it depends on how relevant um something is and i say relevant in the in the regard of um how how present right how present it, it is right to a particular moment and obviously that's that's immensely um present it's it's you know there's there it's evolving and, and it's it's again we're, we're looking at something that's that's really in recent consciousness so there's not like this massive score of music that I could I could look at. Whereas like something like today, our theme of wisdom, it's much easier to find songs about wisdom, right? These we have genres. Um, thematically in music we know right that that are that's like the number one topic of most songs right well we talk about love right and we talk about right of course why do we do that well it's because as human beings that's you know that's kind of top of you know that's that's top one of the top um priorities for us i think is is understanding each other as humans and learning how to love right um cancel culture, maybe not always as much, right? Um, And so what we did, you know, what I arrived at was an interesting, you know, different way into it, which was, was utilizing the music of Beethoven. And the reason around that was because Beethoven, you know, there had been recent talk of, um, of, you know, canceling Beethoven from, from some circles, right? And so what that did was, it wasn't a direct, you know, you don't listen to those notes on the page and you don't and you don't hear cancel culture. But what we could do is, again, that's the other side of the scale where we use it as an entry point, and as a discussion to say, right, OK, well, if this is what, you know, is linked to this theme of, of cancel culture, right, let's listen to this music and consider that. And, and again, keep just, it's, it's all about expanding that, um, not only the emotional and the spiritual side of it, but that, that intellectual curiosity as well, right. As, as we dive into those themes. Um, but it's, it's a very, it's an interesting process. I'll, you know, what I'll, I'll usually sit with it for a couple of days. I try and see what songs or themes or composers come naturally to, to my, my brain. Um, admittedly, I try to, Give it time so that I know that I can be um, as um, as 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 diverse in, in the in the thought around it as possible, right? So, i.e., not trying, you know, not trying to select four songs that all include songwriters who are roughly the same age, who came of the same era, who are all men, who are all, you know, trying, trying to find that. Right. And of course that's, um, that sort of exploration also requires, um, a curiosity on my behalf, right. Because it requires me to go away and say, right. Okay. Well, you know, as the phrase goes, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so, um, what I've always been interested in this particular role, which I find fascinating, and this is um, maybe some of you might even remember, you know, we've we've had services. We had a service on balance and and um, and we we used the entire service was all with um with singing bowls and and was all with sound meditation, which was very different. Right. And so that on a different level was not only you know, a that was like kind of a combination of both camps. It was sort of the sonic grounding of of actually, you know, using this sound, this music, which is which is proven to help uh, in terms of focus and balance and control of you know of 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 th- that for us. But also in thinking like, oh right, like I remember when we did that service, and, and Sheila very, um, I remember Sheila mentioned to me, and she was like, yeah, I remember the service starting, I remember the music starting. And thinking, oh, okay, like, something else is going to happen. And she was like, and then nothing else changed. And she was like, oh. And then she's like, I had to settle into it very quickly. And and how cool that was, right? And and that always, that stays with me and resonates with me, right? Because those are the moments we want, right? Is to also challenge and say, oh, like, great. I'm I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm waiting for, you know, here's where the hymn starts. And here's where the words come in. And, you know, it's like, that's, that's not all we have a very very all of us i think arguably have a very very specific view as to what music is because we listen to what we know right and and i would i would pose that question to all of us here when is the last time that you opened your spotify and literally just tried to find music from a country that you've never even heard of or never even listened to right you know that's that's a real it's a real thing, right? And it's, it's, a, it's a real thing for us as people who proclaim to want to be diverse in our, in our, our approach and our thinking. Um, you know, we, we have to apply that to all elements of our life. And, and I've, I've gotten better at that. I have a lot to learn, you know, certainly. And it doesn't mean that it all um, sits with me naturally. But again, part of the process in terms of trying to bring that to our doorstep for sure.
2: So obviously you highlighted some that were particularly challenging, uh, services, whether with the, the bowls or with the cancel culture. And I have to admit that, uh, you know, even gosh, what was that oh, a little bit over a month ago now? Uh, that, that music still stay. I'm like, Oh yeah, that was that, that service. We had that music. So it stands out. I'm curious if maybe you have like one or two favorite like services where you just felt like, yes, like this was, you know, my, my best picks that this went so well. And I'd be, I'd be curious on, uh, to hear about those. Uh,
1: you know, and uh, yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I feel like for me, and, and this is something that has become very different to read online, of course, than it is in person. Um, we all, I think know what it feels like when a service lands exactly the way we want it to, right. There's, there's a, a, uh, a, a very real energy in the room and the space that carries over into coffee hour when we've checked all those boxes right and 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 maybe not even checking the boxes is the right way but like i like to think about it as connecting the dots right and so Reverend Reverend skylar and i would talk about that often and and we'd you know i'd sort of say well some of the best services that we feel like we have is when i choose music and i walk away feeling like you know, Ember and Colin, it has supported what you both wanted to do with religious education that week. And in turn, that has also supported what, um, what Reverend Schuyler has said in his sermon. Or even better yet, where one of the lines in a song has been quoted in the sermon. Or, you know, and those, you know what I mean? And those are the connections where it's like, Boom everything is on the same page right we're all we're all moving in synchronicity together so in terms of like favorite services that's definitely you know as a as a, at a general level at a at sort of a, you know an idealistic level that I, that's my favorite service but I you know I feel like i, I you know I, we've had um i'll share a couple again talking about you know um oh thanks Aaron yeah like let it be right or yeah and and you know and again like that's like just those moments of, um, like that's what I that's what we try and seek, right? Is the connectivity of it because then it's like yes, we're we're existing in that synchronicity, you know. And I've had I, I remember, um, you know, I, I had some of these pulled up um, in terms of some past services, so I'll, I'll I'll give you some examples, even in terms of um, kind of when it's 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 sort of links together. Some of my favorite services, um, we we did one service. Uh, geez wow this is almost it's almost going to be two years because it would have been 2019 in the fall which is unbelievable but um uh you know looking at what are the bigger theme like sometimes and and this is something that we talked about in the lead up for our chat today right i was thinking about you know obviously sometimes our themes are very specific like cancel culture sometimes they they are more um you know existence based right we talk about you know um our purpose here and, and, remembrance, right. And, and spirit, you know, remembering people and remember, you know, and, 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 spirit and, and, and life and death, you know, truly. And, um, you know, one, one of the services, you know, just to give a range of the music that you could have in a service, um, you know, we, we did, it was a remembrance Sunday, you know, and so it was a range of different instrumental and vocal approaches, And um, we had five pieces in that service. One was um, a piece called uh, In Remembrance, which was done by a Canadian composer named Eleanor Daly, which I love, which I I think um, speaks very poignantly to, um, you know, uh, the, the text of it starts, you know, do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there, I do not sleep, right? So that existed in a choral setting. Then we moved on to breaths, you know, um, sweet honey and the rock, right? Again, obviously some some very obvious connections there in terms of the same sort of sentiment, um, but then sort of again that balance, right? You're looking at a vocal group also of women, also women of color, right? Which which again, thinking about all of these different connections and just and different perspectives, right? Because everybody coming to listen to music also is thinking through a different perspective. Um, Move to Fire and Rain by James Taylor, right? Sometimes it just comes full circle, something that we know. Um, Then we have some Lady Gaga, Always Remember Us This Way, right? Um, And then this beautiful setting of uh, uh, When the Sun Comes After Rain, right? If you know the the poem as well. Um, And um, by by another very young, a young male composer, right? Canadian male composer. So again, like just... For me, I think another win is, is just when when it can be that diverse, right? When it can be like a bunch of different um, different sounds all combined together, and they all link back to the same theme. And what does that tell us? It tells us that you know truly, as we broaden and as music, you know, we listen to different styles of music, and of course, there's many more. But like as we listen to different styles of music, it's um that's where we get to when we talk about it being a universal language. Right. Where, where we talk about being something that everybody can use to access similar points of, of existence. Um, so that's, you know, that's that's one example. Um, Thanksgiving is always one of my favorite services. I think I mentioned that in terms of the music. Just always fun and, and, and a beautiful a, a, a poignant theme that you can make fun and also relative. And, and you know, there's so many great, great songs in, in that realm as well. Um, you know, and, and there's a few services where I try and establish tradition. You know i think i talked about this on the podcast as well you know the the where everybody knows your name we always try and do that when when there's a new group of folks who come in um i always try and do some of the you know charlie brown christmas stuff around thanksgiving because there's that thanksgiving theme right so again we have to think about that multiplicity of of you know identity and and every range right and that's certainly true of, of age as well um thinking of our 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 youth and and our young people in the congregation and how they access music and how they think about that as well um yeah so i think that's
2: what i would say as far as you know some of the favorites at least <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about like uh, the whole being online i i'm curious if you could reflect maybe a little bit about how that's ch- that's changed the process for you i mean i've only known yeah. fourth online and only known fourth music online so yeah. how how has uh covid impacted the work you do here at forth
1: yeah it's a great question i mean immensely so of course um you know music is um you know music is 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 at the at the the most um boiled down element it's its vibration right and so as human beings we feel vibration in a space together you know that's that's part of why, you know, why why people enjoy singing together in space because part of it is is being able to feel the actual physical vibration of, of no, you know of, of the creation of of, of notes, right? Of, of 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 air and the utilization of you know to, to create pitch and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's a hard thing to replicate online. You know, and you can you can replicate the the joy that comes from individual pleasure and in listening to music. It's a little harder to replicate the collective um, community that happens when everybody is is on the same page. Now I think we've gotten pretty good at it, and I think as a community, you know, we we've done tremendous things and and uh, musically the la- I mean all around the last year, but but musically as well. And you know, it's it's one of the the things that I, I think about. I mean, one of the interesting things that um, is kind of a a plus of the pandemic and being online is that ultimately we're using a different media to get music across to everybody so for me you know it means that one of the biggest things i i I despise about sometimes doing music live is that it, it can be hard if you want a whole number of songs vocally it can be hard when my voice is the only voice singing those songs for a, a few songs, right? And anyone who knows me, guest musician, those, those of us on the choir, you know, I, I always say this, right? I, I, I don't like being one of the only voices in the room because I don't think that's, that you know, that doesn't give us the rights of the access, right? We, we should be listening to, and on, on every level, on every level. But, you know, in the actual even singing and creation of music. You know, nobody wants to necessarily listen to me sing five songs in a row in different styles, you know. So so we try, and I've always tried to be mindful of that. I try and make that a, a part of our... When we were in person, I try and make that a part of of how we, we do that work in person as well. But I think online, one of the best things we can do is that, you know, I can do a couple of songs with me singing and then I can share something that comes from literally another voice, right? And I can get out of the way and, and let someone else's voice speak through what they're what they've created in their own music right and so so you see that i think in in most of my weeks um i try and you know i'll do a couple songs of course um but but i i try and at least have always at one form of of media um that's not me you know uh, that's a video and and i think the videos are great as well right because it also you know, that's a whole other element of it too, right? We we experience music, but we don't always just experience music on our own, right? Sometimes we we watch and we listen to things that you know that accompany and accompany that you know, audio and video accompany one another. Um so that's one thing I've really actually enjoyed about it. And um for all the things I won't miss when we go back to to being in person soon, I, I will miss that. Um but again, we're we're talking about ways to try and keep that part that positive part of of music of the music portion of the services, um, hopefully a part of what we do when we go back uh, in person, which, you know, I'm thankful for. It's good to
0: have the opportunity to explore on that level as well. I would love to follow up on that, Sean, by, Uh, bring into the conversation your work in the performing arts and entertainment sphere as well. Just before we started this session, we were talking about your working on the Come From Away production in Finland. And and on that that, uh, note about not always wanting to be the sort of spotlight element all the time, um, I wondered how much of, and also on the note of sort of trying to identify what is the divine in the musical experience, how much of that is transferable to your work in what's regarded as more the pure entertainment area? Um, how much of it is non-overlapping? Do you approach that sense of the, of the, of the like sacred when you're in, you know, musical theatrical spaces as well, or is it a totally different quality?
1: Yeah. Thanks for asking Colin. Um, I really do. I really do. I think, I think that I think that it's part of the reason why I've always loved both worlds and why the, why the worlds complement each other so much for me. Um, in my theatrical work, you know, um, I guess for, for context, for everybody as well, you know, it can range from anything as far, I mean, most of my work is as a musical director. Right. And so what that means on a production is that I I'm, I'm responsible for, for teaching, in a musical i'm responsible for teaching the um the music vocally and instrumentally to um the you know to the performers um to the to a band who are an orchestra that eventually plays that music uh live and um and then ultimately when the show opens i'm responsible for leading that but but it's always usually done from from behind right i i am not a featured performer in that and so I, I think that's always that philosophy has always led my um, my approach to excuse me how I you know how how I I like to approach music as a, as a leader right I think it's important to um, embody uh, you know embody others to to find their voice you know in the most literal sense of the word right to to cr- be able to find the space and, and the time to create. Um, I, you know, personally think that this, I think the stage, um, uh, a practitioner I, I work with often who's very near and, and dear to me, um, and very close to me, she, she talks about the stage being an altar. Right. And, and I, I do truly believe that. And I, and I believe that because I think, again, it's like, why, you know, this idea of well, why would we use why do we use music in theater right like why do we well what is theater 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 is another form of us telling stories of our existence and trying to contend with why we exist right and and how and 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 you know again i think truly trying to discover the divine right it's just another form and so you know some on all levels some people you know we think about it as quote unquote entertainment which of course it is um but um, you know, but it, it's 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 more than that, right? you know we we have um determined I, I think as you know, as a world, again, all through culturally just as much as music, there are there are, have always been stor there have always been stories and storytellers, right? that's how we learn, that's how we pass knowledge from generation to generation and the theater does that right and so so i i do think of my work in theater as as as, you know as in that level being sacred too and i think especially as a musician in theater it's about creating music in a way that people can come in access and 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 sit in a in a, a space together as human beings on an equal journey having an equal human experience learning something about our shared humanity And listen to something, listen to a piece of music or a song together and have to go, oh, that made me feel a certain way. Why did that do that? Right. I think that's one of the most interesting things. Right. Um, And that's just the that's just the power of, of music in so many levels. Right. Like, you know, they say they say your sound when you they say when when it's time for us to leave this earth, they say your sound is the last thing. It's the first thing you have. And it's the last thing that goes in terms of your senses. Right, And so as I said, I mean, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist on that level. That's what I've heard. And so it's interesting to consider that, right, is that there's something physically inside of us too that, that resonates on that. And so, so I think, again, like it's, it's even church, church is a theatrical experience in that sense as well. Right. You know, there there's it's storytelling. It's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. And we repeat that story and we repeat that story until we understand it or try and understand it as best as we can. Um, so, yeah, I do find a lot of interplay between the worlds, which is, yeah, very cool for me, for sure.
2: So, Sean, these, these have been some wonderful, amazing reflections that I've enjoyed getting to, to listen to. Uh, is there any final thought you'd want to share before we open up to a question and answer time? Any, anything um, you just want to get out there before we, before we transition?
1: I, I don't think so. I think, yeah, just, you know, I, again, like in, in, in the, the most humble sense of it too, you know, just, just wanting to share how, how much I, um, you know, the use of the word sacred is, is so interesting. And, and I, you know, I don't think it's something to throw around, which is why I, you know, I say this in all seriousness that I, I really do think of my work, as sacred work you know I, I i think that um again that we you know we all of us who who are are so blessed to lead um and partake in helping to help people access their spirituality right their faith together um that's that's big stuff right that's big stuff and it's it's nothing to mess around with right and so so musically I you know that's 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 kind of how I approach it and and you know I every time I sit behind a piano or or I you know I try and raise my hands for that I you know I, I really do try and think about you know every everybody comes in needing something that day right we, we we don't we don't just we we have routine but nobody just comes to church just because right like we we all seek something else deeper in that right and so if this is gonna if music is gonna be a part of that experience you know for me i'm like it's got to be right you got to get it right you know um and so i i hope that's the the um sentiment that that people i hope people feel that you know when when, um i hope as a community we feel that you know I, i try and bring my my heart to it and my you know Again, it it doesn't mean that we all don't have discovery and learning to do along the way, but that's that's what we do. That's 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 our journey as as beings together on this on this earth. You know, we 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 learn and we discover together, and um and I'm fortunate to have a community that's open and receptive to um doing that in a variety of ways musically, and uh, and I hope we'll we'll continue to be into the future. Uh, and I'm really excited for all of the things that, you know, I'm excited for for back in person too, what that will look like and, and how we continue to 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 find that as well.